Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new week on the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson producer John McClain Good morning everybody Good morning, everybody, everybody say hey everybody let's get let's gather up here let's make it a good day everybody okay okay how was everyone's weekend Great. It's really good yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. good. Yeah, there's nothing really going on. I mean, I had a giant smoker fail, but I don't want to lead the show with that. Whoa. It's just, okay. I just had some problems, and it's fine. All right. I don't want to lead the okay, show with Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Can I lead the show with something? Yeah. You yeah. If you didn't see 2020 on Friday, go back and watch it. It was some of the best storytelling I've ever seen them do. Probably the best episode of 2020 I've ever seen. Oh, wow. They did such a great job explaining to, like, I haven't watched any of the Derek Cho- uh, Chauvin trial, right? In the Because we're always on the air when that's right. going on. Mm-hmm. So I basically just get a few um, recaps during the nightly news, yada, mm-hmm. yada. So I saw that they were going to do um, a behind the headlines to remember George Floyd. And they were going to do this intimate, emotional portrait of his life Mm. um, told by those who knew him. And there was footage that I had never seen before. They Mm. had um, interviews with classmates of Derek Chauvin. They had um, family members and friends of of George Floyd. So you get a better idea who this man really was. And and it went deeper than what we've seen from his family. And the thing that I, that was the most impactful for me was the way they presented the timeline of what had happened uh, to George Floyd on that day when Mm. he was arrested. Mm Mm-hmm. The, it it almost looked like you were watching a documentary, but they were taking body cam footage and footage from uh, spectators. Sure, mm-hmm. and, and putting they, it all together. They put it all together in the exact way it happened. You you hmm. saw the store clerk coming out to meet the police officer. The police officer be um, talking to that gentleman. That I mean, it was just so well done it was i mean from start to finish you got a better idea of what happened from everyone's perspective hmm. um, yeah you were texting me i was yeah, like you texted so me saying watch yes. 2020 yes. It was like telling everybody i'm like you've got to watch this they did such an excellent job 
Um, also, well, it's on Hulu now. You can see it. Did you see it, Dawn? I, I did not see it. I was trying to watch as many Oscar yeah, movies yeah, as it. possible. We'll get to that in a second, because <laughs> um, you killed it. Um, but also, you you got the 2020 cameras were um, with the family when the verdict came out. So mm. they were with family in Texas. And they were with family here in a hotel in Minneapolis. Oh, wow. And they had like just all this this footage that you hadn't seen before. They showed Derek Chauvin when his wife was a um, in a pageant. She was Miss Oakdale, Minnesota. Hmm. And then you got to see him, you know, years ago, you know, uh, sure. in home video footage. And all sorts of stuff. So if you have a chance, and of course, uh, some of our KSTP news reporters oh, were wonderful. featured um, quite a bit, actually. So oh, really, really, really good. Great. So if you can catch it on Hulu, I highly recommend that you do. Well, how wonderful. Thanks. Well, it's nice that they were able to. It sounds like it was a real journalistic feat to be able to pull that yeah. off and put it together as right. one cohesive so narrative. Quickly. Right. Yeah, and to get all of that footage, I mean, unbelievable. Um, so you could tell that they cooperated with, you know, the local station here with, you know, ABC News Network. Right. Fantastic. Anyway. Um, another, now, of course, big programming over the weekend as well. The Oscars, we'll be talking about the Oscars and winners and losers and all that. But I'm guessing a few more people are interested in vaccines than they are in the Oscars just because it's this year. I just want to tell you how easy it is. My wife uh, got her set up over the weekend at a Walgreens in, e- in Eden Prairie, and she texted me and said, I got a, you know, a vaccine appointment. And I said, how'd you do it? And she said, I just called Walgreens. She just called Walgreens, mm-hmm. not Vaccine Connector, which I'm on and have been yeah. waiting for my, hey, it's your turn, haven't gotten that email. If you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, call a Walgreens. And the, the automated message will start with, are you looking for a vaccine? And then if you say yes, then they'll let you know which ones in your area have appointments and you can confirm them right there. And so if you're looking at me saying, wow, of course, his jawline looks strong and it looks like he's coming off a pretty sweet workout. Is he also half vaccinated? Oh, I my am. God. I'm half, uh, I'm, I'm half Pfizer right now. Oh, I'm a half yeah, Pfizer. Me too. That's I'm great. half Pfizer. Me you too, got half guys. Pfizer? From oh Walgreens. God. From oh Walgreens. God, uh... Good. Then I started looking around at things at Walgreens. It's funny, you know, because they ask you to stay around for 15 minutes afterward to make sure that there's no allergic reaction. When's the last time you perused the aisles at Walgreens? Oh, Not like I'm going yeah. in for Diamond Tap, but I'm, I would just want to look and see what you have here. They have yeah. playing cards. I know why they do that. They don't give you your card until the end after the 15 minutes, so you'll shop, you'll which shop. is oh, what I did. I got mine right away. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, they told yeah, me I could give you your card when you come back oh. and you seem normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, great news. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, Dawn, which movies did you get to watch? <laughs> okay, so over the weekend, I watched on Friday Sound of Metal. Did you like it? Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, so that good. is a very unique movie. I've never seen anything like this. Same. I wouldn't say it was like, oh my gosh, the best movie I've ever no. seen. But I loved it. I thought Riz Ahmed was amazing and um it is a very depressing i'll say that very um but also really opening up your gosh i mean there's 466 million deaf people in the world i I learned that that. i couldn't believe it um so that was that is a great movie that everyone should see sound of metal sound of metal yes you will so appreciate riz ahmed as an actor after that 
Um, then I also saw Billie Holiday, uh, the United States versus Billie Holiday. She is oh. unbelievable. I think she got oh, robbed of my the Oscar. God. Yes. I, I love day, right? Frances McDormand. Yeah. I love her, and I thought she did so good. It's just a different performance than Andra Day, who... This was her first performance. She was. It was unbelievable, and she sounds exactly like her. It was uncanny. I mean, she went all in on that movie. I mean, there's nudity. It, oh, there's yes, yeah. Oh I mean, my gosh! It. it she, wow. I mean, she should have won. I totally I think agree so too. And I also think that some of the um, uh, the supporting players, uh, some of the, especially the other woman who played Rosalind. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph. Why was she not nominated for Best Supporting Actress? Good question. I mean, you've got Amanda Seyfried in there who barely did anything in Mank. I'm sorry, but Mm. it really wasn't great. Um, Which brings me to watching Mank. You know what? I thought I was going to like this one the best because I'm kind of obsessed with Orson Welles. I've read a couple books on him. I love Citizen Kane. I turned it off halfway through. I heard that. I was bored. I was like, oh my gosh. Gary Oldman... He is fantastic. Oh, in everything. Okay, so... And I hear it's beautifully shot as well. It's beautiful. I mean, you just can't believe that you're not watching an old movie. So hats off to the cinematographer, but... um, And Gary Oldman, so good. But I was like, I don't want to spend my time doing this right now. I heard Stephanie Hansen talking about it over the weekend. I don't know, because I (laughs) had to start researching, like, oh my God, what other books did Upton Sinclair write that were controversial during 1939 i mean there was so much stuff just blasted at you about old producers i'm like who was that guy again you know so i just it was too just labor intensive (laughs) got it yes um, i got it everybody should watch sound of metal and uh united states versus billy holiday and just throw on 10 minutes of mank just to get the vibe yeah because you will get it and i'm like i really don't need to see any more of this Mm -hmm. i've seen gary oldman doing an amazing job the end. And can I just say that every movie that uh, has come out so far this year that's been nominated, it's all the same kind of movie. Yeah. Like it's slow. Every movie is slow moving, feels like you're watching in real time. Like I didn't love Nomadland. I appreciate it. I'm glad I saw it. But I'm like, really? That's how my dad, my dad was hearing Paul McGuire Grimes on Twin Cities Live say, I got to give the Oscar to Nomadland. And he said it was just barely good enough to keep watching it. Like, you want to keep watching it. And the performances are interesting, but the movie is just, is this the best we had this year? Yeah, But I I always feel that way about the Academy Awards. Their movies always feel snooty. I feel like it definitely should have been nominated, but I don't think it should have won. I don't either. either. Oh, Oh, I hate to say that. But you know what they say, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, and so there weren't that many movie releases this That's year. True. And, and I haven't you know, have seen uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Neither. Minari, sure. or, um, oh gosh. Oh, um, ah, the, the other one, the, not the Chicago 7. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, the Father. The Father. I haven't seen that. Good. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, boy. And the big shock, I know we got to go, the big shock of the night being that it sounds like the Academy stacked the deck so that they would do Best Actor as the last category and have it as a send-off to Chadwick Mm -hmm. Boseman, and then out of nowhere... In comes Anthony Hopkins with the win, and he wasn't even present. <laughs> they um, go, so. and it goes to Anthony Hopkins. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Good night we'll have more on that coming up at 930. Uh, when we come right back, though, Steve will have some things that make him go, huh. Here's something to think about during the break. There are two songs in history that spent 10 weeks at number two on the Billboard chart without ever making it to number one. 
See if you can figure that out. We'll get into that and some other dumb things you don't need to know, but you'll be happy you did. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's a nice rainy Monday. Yeah. At least where we are. Yeah, but if you're listening somewhere else. Like somewhere warm. It's a nice warm Monday. Here, wait, I'll do one too. (laughs) Okay. If you're listening like on the podcast late at night. Wow, what a what a dark night it is. In Europe, man, Europe this time of year is super Europey. You are being Mitch Hedberg right now, aren't you? Totally. You can't stop channeling him. I don't trust that. What is it? Uh, I don't trust Mr. Pip. Dude didn't even get his degree. (laughs) Okay, now if you've never had the chance to work with Donna Valentine, it's a treasure. Uh, one of the only downfalls, I think, is that she is very arrogant when it comes to oh. music because she'll long Rude. claim, I'm the only one who worked in music radio no. for two decades. Never said that. Dawn has. That, Hello. Did you do two decades there, though, Dawn? Yes. Did you do it in country? More. In, More. in what? In How country? long did you work in music radio? Mm, let's see. 19 to 43. What is that? Uh, that's oh, no, 30, age 19. 25 years. 25 years. 24. Yeah, yeah. Donna? Um, didn't ever do country, though. I didn't. I voice tracked for a bunch of different kinds of, but I never did country. Huh. Donna, how long did you work in music radio? Oh, gosh. Uh, from 19 to, all right, so 1986 to 2015. Oh, Jesus. I don't oh, know. How many? What, 21 years. Wait, 30. That's 31 years. And then add six here, 37 years total in radio. I'm old! (laughs) 37 years in radio total? Yeah. Donna, that's how old I am. Uh, Yeah. Is that right? 37 years? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When you were born. The year you were born? 86, yeah, uh, 35. You're but at 35. I wasn't on air I was born until 1990. Oh, So okay. I was doing behind the scenes stuff. Okay, okay. See how snooty she's getting, everybody? This is my point. So when I throw out music questions like this, she says, of course, I'll know the answer. So here we go. <laughs> I'm going to work together with Dawn. Yeah. There are, okay, our, our music radio ladies, there are two songs in history that spent 10 weeks at number two on the Billboard chart without ever climbing to the number one spot. Uh, I'm going to give you, you years, okay. and then you can guess. Okay. Uh, the first one happened uh, across the years 81 and 82. Okay. Stayed at number two for 10 weeks, never to number one. The second time, it was in 0203. Okay. Uh, Dawn will probably be better at the 0203. Um, I'm also going to guess the 80. Okay. Uh, physical? Oh, good. Olivia oh, Newton John? Good guess. Great guess. I'm okay. going to guess, okay, that's early, 81, 82. I'm going to go the Grease soundtrack. Okay. Grease, um, you know, whatever that, some loving, had me. me that was more 79, 80, though. That's true. Um, you don't know that. Let me give you, no. Let <laughs> okay. me give Michael you a, um, a band, Foreigner. Oh. Oh. Care to guess the song more of theirs? More than a feeling. More than a feeling. Is that Foreigner? Is that Foreigner? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> way, way. Way, way down yonder in Chattahoochee. Ellen okay. Jackson. I feel like we're getting further away. Waiting on a for a waiting for a ship to fall. Waiting for a ship to fall. Waiting for a girl. Waiting for a girl like you. There you go. Nice, Donna. Wow. I've been waiting for you. All right. Now we move to the one in 0203 that did mm-hmm. 10 weeks at number two, never making it to the number one spot. Right, said Fred. Oh. I'm going to give you this hint. <laughs> it's your Femin Nippin. Oh, 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 oh Missy Elliott. Elliot. Yep. What's the name of the song? Um, Stop making noises. Sorry. <laughs> Don't say anything. Okay. Work it. We're yes, oh, you're yeah, right. Girl, so I just had to go through it. Yeah, there go, yeah. Yes. And I hate her. Let her work. Not how hard I gotta work. Yeah. What else you got? You're from a when yet. The only major building in Tokyo that Godzilla has never destroyed in a movie <laughs> is the Imperial Palace. That yeah. out of respect to the Emperor. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Well, let's see. I'll rattle this off here. There are at least 22 children in the United States whose parents named them. ESPN. Espen. Wasn't that how they were pronouncing it? Espen. When people didn't know what it was. That's a good, there's a good book there. ESPN. Those guys have all the fun. It's a fun behind the scenes book. By the way, I continue to make my way through Top of the Rock. Really fun. If you loved 90s sitcom television, NBC's must-see TV days, it's a great, easy, breezy read. I tried reading something last night that I started, and I went... 
Why am I punishing myself? I don't have to read this. Why am I doing it? Because I'm a finisher. I'll tell you what the book was uh, coming up, and then we'll talk about the disaster that was the Oscars. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the Y comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to Virtual Y, five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Just like I was trying to finish Lord of the Flies. Oh, is that what you were trying to read? Yes, it's Aww. so boring. I was like, why am I why am I torturing myself? I got to that point while watching the 93rd Academy Awards and went, I, I I'm out. I'm not gonna put myself through this anymore. Steve, are you there? Ah, can you hear me? Oh, oh now well, oh, I didn't have his mic on, no. that would help. I have no Hi. power over here. I I'm just sorry. say stuff. Yeah, we kinda like it that way. Uh, <laughs> I never know when I'm on. Um so I love that you hit the point of the show where it's like, let's pick up a book, an old, cla- <laughs> let's pick up classic literature now. Um, no, I want to say that I am actually proud of myself because we will never have a year, here's hoping, like 2020 again. And I kept a full streak of watching zero award shows in real time. And I'm very proud of that because oh, it'll never I'm happen jealous. again. The other years are going to be normal. So we're going to watch them. We'll have vested interest in what's happening at movie theaters. This year was such an anomaly. And so all I've seen of anything throughout the award show season is recaps, Twitter recaps. Here's the monologue. Here's the best moments. All of that kind of stuff. Last night, not a lick. I read an article on The Hollywood Reporter about the disaster that it was. And they said that they gave full control to the producers of the Oscars, and uh, essentially knowing that it will be the lowest rated Oscars of all time, just because of the year that it is, um, that it seemed as though they just gave them total control and they drove it into boredom territory where there was, again, no host, of course, just a bunch, no wrap-up music, apparently, for people who were droning on and on. Very few clips. Yeah, very few clips. clips. Sounds like a terrible visual show well it was and you know how normally when you're introducing the best actress for example you go so and so for whatever and then or it's pre-produced and Mm -hmm. you see a little bit of her role yes right it was just the regina king for example let's just say she was presenting she would just give a like a paragraph about the one person then move on to the next person long paragraph about them just on and on and on there was nothing visually interesting oh, about it wow. um also i felt a little bit like i was at a community softball awards dinner <laughs> like What's in it for me? I don't know why I'm here. A listener, Lee, tweeted me and said, this looks like it's being done in a church basement. (laughs) And then Jason Alexis said, "Um, it looked like Denny's booths because they sat them in these like circular. Yeah, it just it it almost felt like you were a fly on the wall and you didn't want to be there because there is nothing 
There was nothing in it for you as a viewer. They didn't need to televise this. That's how I feel. Oh, my gosh. This was not. uh, You have to make it entertaining. And it wasn't fun at all. Because you would think what you need to do in a year like this year is overproduce this. You need to, if you're going to try to offset the fact that nobody watched the majority of movies even more so than a normal year, and and that there's just a lack of interest in award shows because, again, none of us feel bought into these award shows this year because none of us went to the movies this year. Right. Um, you need to overproduce it. You need more clips than ever before. You need more mm. song and dance numbers. You got to go full tilt instead of reading off a biography like it's in a church bulletin. John, our reader today, <laughs> yeah. was They also did this whole, um, you know, they brought brought in like, a hundred people and then they would file those out and then bring in all the the uh, documentary makers so it was like all the stars were gone mm. and then we and they would like they have this steady cam going where they had them all lined up in these denny's booths and then somebody would read off like like barbara got her start when she would go to the movies with her mom and the first movie she ever saw was Age of Innocence. And then she ended up working as a master puppeteer for Sesame Street. And then they would pan over to someone else. And it was like, oh, my God, they didn't show any costumes no, of that what they actually too. were winning for. Right. Oh, wow. They just talked about their background, how they used to serve popcorn or they worked at a, a you know service station. It was so weird. Why aren't we seeing clips while you're reading that boring stuff? Just one paragraph, not even a paragraph, just a sentence. Show us a clip of what they're winning for or nominated for. Yeah. this It was embarrassing. It was so bad. Dawn, there was a point, I don't know if you noticed this, where they went to the, um, whatever the patio was off of it and Mm -hmm. just showed people sitting on these, like, couches that you see at some fancy restaurants, you know, just eating. During the yeah. like, those are the people that weren't in the theater at the time. Right. They're just they sitting there to... snacking on hors d'oeuvres. I can't. It was the worst. And those speeches with no cutoff music. Oh. Whoa! I mean, they really took some liberties. People went on for like five minutes, Steve. It oh was, no. Yeah, no! She's not exaggerating. I was in hell. <laughs> we do. I was too. I was thinking about you because you're like me. You have to finish things, Come and I'm on. like, oh, I bet she's watching this whole. I watched the thing. whole thing. Well, and you're thinking like a producer right. too, right? Wrap this up. Move Let's it along. show me something. And a, and a television. It sounds like they did it as an old time. Were they doing War of the Worlds? It sounds like an old timey <laughs> radio broadcast. It was so no visuals boring. needed. It was. They took themselves so seriously. Everybody oh, was so serious. The only person that was funny was um, Han Solo. Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford oh. was funny because he got out a piece of notebook paper before he presented editing, and he goes, these are the notes for a movie I did about <laughs> our performance. And he started reading all the negative things that they did about <laughs> edit, huh? uh, just about the movie, and he goes, and that movie was Blade Runner. And he put oh, it in wow. his pocket. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was funny. That was like a little touch of just, God, somebody make a joke. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry's speech, I hear, won the night. Oh, my God. It was so long. Was it really? <laughs> Donna, if it was only, I have the clip here of 49 mm. seconds. All right. Which is, th- this is what it should have been. Okay. 
My mother taught me to refuse hate. She taught me to refuse blanket judgment. And in this time, it is my hope that all of us would teach our kids, and not only to remember, just refuse hate. I refuse to hate someone because they are Mexican or because they are black or white or LBGTQ. I refuse to hate someone because they are a police officer. I refuse to hate someone because they are Asian. And I want to take this Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award and dedicate it to anyone who wants to stand in the middle, because that's where healing happens, that's where conversation happens, that's where change happens. So anyone who wants to meet me in the middle to refuse hate, to refuse blanket judgment, this one is for you too. God bless you and thank you, Academy. I appreciate it. Now, I sound like a real butthole because that was beautiful. <laughs> yes. Right? I sound awful. But do it he's, he's taking forever to get to his point. It was like five minutes and I just needed that. Like, I love the message, but it was like I was at a commencement speech. You know what, Don? Mm. I think they told mm. them to go long. Go long. We got nothing. We're not showing any oh clips. Oh my God. Did they have any musical performances? No. 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 Before, uh, during the red carpet, they showed the performances they pre-recorded full. those on top of the theater right yes yeah, yeah. yeah up on the roof yeah. and those um, were great but I, mean, I didn't watch the pre-show i watched about 20 minutes of it before the show started then i was like i can't take anymore you know who was really cute the the um uh, actress not halle berry's hair what oh i gotta look oh. at it um the the lady who won for minari yu jung oh, she was the best her and harrison <laughs> ford were the best part of the show they really were thank god oh well I'm- and how about what's her face doing the butt glenn close oh yeah that's totally set up but it was kind of yeah. funny i i'll link that up for everybody glenn close now oh for eight on oscars Oh, wow. Really? Coming to Susan Lucci of the Academy Awards. She's never won an Oscar? That was what I read, Not according even to the Hollywood Fatal Reporter. Um, or... And, and uh, Frances McDormand becomes the second actor to win at least, was that her fourth or third? Uh, I believe maybe her third for a lead actor. Third for sure. Um, it was her third for a lead actor, I believe, um, oh gosh. Jennifer Lawrence? Audrey Hepburn. Oh. Catherine oh. Hepburn? Okay. One of the Hepburns has four. <laughs> Meryl Streep was not on that list, though. I thought she must, of her four, I believe Meryl has four. Meryl has Meryl. four Academy Awards. There must be two for lead, two for supporting. Okay. Um, can I just side note? Mm-hmm. Mm, it, would it kill some of these people to slap on a little mascara there and some goes. lipstick? Oh. I mean, the. By the way, Chloe Zhao, congratulations for winning Best Director. Yes. I mean, first, um, first woman, woman of, of color. color. Yeah. Uh, only the second woman, I think, to win Best Director after Catherine Bigelow, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she's got sneakers on with a dress, like a gown, and what she, the kids are it doing. looked like she was going to the gym with the exception of the gown. And Frances McDormand. No. Come on. Just a little bit. She doesn't do glamour. She at doesn't. All. Like Meryl she Streep. She howled like a wolf. Which was, I found out, was because a crew member passed away. Yeah. used to call him Wolf. His, I think his last name is Wolf. Oh, okay. Okay. And he, um, he took his own life. Oh, and yeah, oh, no. I mean, but why'd she have to make it weird? Because yeah. I didn't know that context. And so I'm like, just. She gives me so much she. I just, I can't. <laughs> she makes me so nervous every time she gets up on stage. I'm like, what weird thing is she going to do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And even when she howled, 
her husband, Joel Cohen, was like, made I'm no response <laughs> 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 the audience. Done. No response. But it was because it was a serious thing. Sure. Right. That the, but if you weren't in the know, it came across as it's like, just what, weird. Mm, the world's Her being a, a weirdo again. Oh, man. Uh, okay, well, speaking of all, uh, like, this acting, <clears throat> here's what I'll try. <clears throat> oh. What's this? Oh, man. I'm really sorry I missed that show last night. Scene. How did I do? <laughs> did that feel authentic or genuine after hearing you break down? I feel so proud of my clean sweep. I'll never be able to do this again. Gary <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. One out of five Gary's. Oh, the Christmas ones came up. Sorry. I can't see. I can't read the whole thing. It just says G-A. You know, I was looking at readers while I was in Walgreens after my vaccine. I was like, oh, look at these. There are readers here. Yeah, Steve sends me a text while he's getting his, uh, after oh, getting his vaccine, because he's got yeah. nothing else to do at this time. Yeah. Just saying, hey, do you need me to pick up any you know, skin tag removal stuff? Oh, I here? saw that. That was on sale. It was on sale. Uh, you were at the clearance rack, just like I was. Yeah. Kenny almost bought eye patches. <laughs> mm. That's what he said. Donna, you gotta. Did you not go to Walgreens when you got your vaccine? No, I she, did not. I oh, went to a you went to a clinic. Which, oh, uh, which Walgreens were you at? Thanks for asking, Waconia. Oh, I thought you went to EP. No, Lou went to EP. God, gotcha. you go wherever Waconia. they say you can go. That yeah. I went to a town next to Stillwater. I think it's Oak Heights. Oh, okay. How, All right. how lovely. Yeah. Again, right, call guys. Walgreens if you haven't gotten a vaccine yet, and they haven't called you yet or texted you yet. Just call a Walgreens today. And go, you got the any openings? Yo. The automated response will be like, if you're calling about a vaccine, press one. And then they just, they find you a place. There's a lot of doses out there right now. Excellent. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. People are saying something about Zac Efron's face. It looks different. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. And then Steve put something very disturbing in this segment, I see. No, no, no. I didn't put it. No, you no, didn't no. put that in there? No. What are you talking about? Where it says, play this? No, Sorry. I didn't put that in there. Oh, Dawn, did you? No. Oh, well, we should play it. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. I saw it. what's in there. I don't want to play uh, it. We're going to play it. No. Because uh, if you hear something, you should say something. Uh, uh. All right, we'll get to all of that coming up next on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, everything entertainment. We saw something. We're going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you see something, then you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey. Hey. Hey, man. Zach Efron looks a little bit different, and people on Twitter are reacting. He does look very different. He does. I think it's because. I think it's because he's bulked up a lot. Am I wrong? Um, maybe not. I so D- Zach Efron's face looks like it got muscles, yeah. and it looks yes. a little bit also like some people are commenting. It, it looks like he got fillers, sure, Botox. They do have. You know, a side by side of old Zach and new Zach. Yeah, he looks and, heavier. Yeah, now he's you know jacked up. Jacked up. He is jacked up. And he's <sighs> older. He's he's you know. He, yeah, he's getting older. And that happens. Yeah, the side by side is peculiar, though, huh? 
You well, see in the side by side? No, where is it? Okay, so click if you on the link, you link in and scrolly wolly. Okay, scroll down oh, a I bit. see. Yes, yes. Um, and then there, I just saw another picture of him where his face is a lot thinner, but he's also much younger. Yeah, sure. But it doesn't look thinner. It looked like his face again looks like it's been doing bench press. Well, how about uh, a chin implant? Maybe I don't think he needed one. No, but. You know, doctors will talk you into it. Do you know when I was in the hospital, when I was in, I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. So this was a very long time ago. I had like 11 different roommates while I was in the hospital. Right. And even back then, it was 1980. um, There was a girl my age getting a chin implant. So this was like, this isn't like new Right. I had someone I used to work with that got one, a salesperson, and she looked a lot better. Yeah, like sometimes people just don't have a chin. It goes in instead of out. Yeah. She, I don't think that was had, his problem, though. No. Um, what about steroids? Okay, there okay, we go. There here's, go. Here's where I think we might be. Okay. We might be steroidy slash human growth hormone. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've heard, I remember hearing the same thing about Barry Bonds. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was, you know, probably on both. But people were talking about how your face can get bigger with HGH, yes. human growth hormone. Um, it's puffier around the eyes, too. You can also find a side-by-side of uh, Joe Rogan. Oh. Back before, okay. Like now, this is if you do the Google HGH makes your face bigger. Okay, so you're leading the witness. But then there's a side by side of Joe Rogan, um, where it's sort of a similar like your like your face gets jacked up. Hans and Franz with your face. Because there's less fat, you know, yeah. and it's muscle. Yeah. I mean, I remember my freshman year in college, yeah. I started working out. It was incredible. I couldn't believe that there was a gym on campus. You know, it was just amazing. And so you're 18 and you're like, let's just work out as much as we can. Well, I was doing that. I was eating everything I could in the cafeteria. We would just stay from beginning to end. It was a buffet. We would just crush food and took a lot of protein. And one night I was laying in my room with my roommate, Dave Clem, and he said, um, Steve, I have a question about protein. And I was thinking, come to the altar, my man. How can I teach you and lead you? And he said, in the darkness of that night, is it supposed to make your face bigger? And that was how he told me that my face was getting bigger freshman year of college. Now, mine was just on peanut butter and banana sandwiches, buffets, and, you know, probably 250 grams of protein a day. You got to get a lot of protein, Donna. Uh Uh-huh. So that was it. I'm I'm not saying I... uh, was essentially Zac Efron 15 years ago, but I've gone through this. Yeah, even runners, you can see their faces very faces seem to be much tighter. Sure. Because there's very little fat. They have like no fat on their bodies. I know. Like I marathon runners. Yeah. We're happy for you. You're happy for them. <laughs> That's great. I don't know if you just are. Annoying. Oh, God, I'm just jealous. And... It's an yeah. ugly, ugly thing. To be jealous, I mean. Anyway, now, what is this thing? All right, Zach Efron, we'll just chalk yeah, it up to him okay. working out. I mean, I'll just play it if you want me to. All right, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is Zach Efron's face singing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, because I, I saw it, and I'm like, what is Steve No, uh, No, me, me not do that. Okay. 
Oh, um, man, that's delightful. I really want to find that old video of when he was on Ellen and told her, Hey, Ellen. No, it was Kelly. Kelly. Oh, was it Kelly? It was, yeah. it was on Kelly. Kelly. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then he just told her it was so shocking and... Kelly Clarkson. Kelly yes. Clarkson. Okay. Yeah, and he debuted it there, but he did. He was talking to her at first. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> well, because of the pandemic, you know. <laughs> and then he said he got into the studio, and it was oh, just. Oh, God. Re- you guys remember when Vin Diesel, every award show, he would sing that it's been a long time, uh, and he yeah. would sing it to Paul Walker's memory. And oh, it was like. Oh, it was just so bad. It's like, stop. Nobody's asking you to do that. <laughs> Here's him at a karaoke bar singing some Rihanna. We yeah, this is, a, this is tough, too. Oh, this is, hold on. We got an ad here. Oh, no. Three, two, one, skip ad. <laughs> he sounds like a continuous burp. Oh, Donna. Yeah, he does. Like when you get a bubble in your throat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay, bye, Don. Bye, We'll see you later. Uh, we'll have some music news coming right up after a dirt alert from Grant. That's up next.